Hi, my name's Liz, your host for the Sage Summit Conversations podcast. In this episode, we spoke to Nick Good, Executive Vice President at Sage UK, about the future of work. Listen in for a couple of key insights. Let's start from the beginning. Give us a short introduction and description of what you do. Sure, so I'm Nick Good. Um, I'm EVP, Executive Vice President of Product Management is my title. My job is to lead the product strategy for Sage um, and to define, design and deliver all of our products for our customers and partners. Design is a topic on everyone's lips. Where does a product's creation start? What's the process for its development? That's a great question in that it's, it's part research, part innovation, part vision. So, you know, we do, so our, our mission is to support the business builders of the world, right? So nobody started a business to do their admin, their payroll. Um, so when we're looking at what, what customers need, a lot of it comes from customer research, but also customers don't know what they need sometimes. So then it comes from, you know, technology trends, uh, demographic trends. So if you take the, and then, and then sort of just plain old vision, right? I have a vision that, in accounting for small businesses will become invisible by 2020. That's our vision. And so that says, okay, well, how am I going to make that happen? I'm going to make bots and, and, and automate uh, simple accounting processes so that over time, only the tiniest amount of time will be required to run a business uh, in the cloud, on a phone, and so on. So, um, and then, you know, we start, so we start whiteboarding and, and, and then the key thing now is to start, is to start building and start testing with users. Iterate, iterate, stop, change, go back, fail if you need to. Um, so it's not, it, we are absolutely not a waterfall process. It's like super agile. Um, and then, you know, and then we, my, part of my job is to spend the company's money very wisely building technology that will enable us to grow as a business as well. Product launch timings are essential. How do you know when to launch something like PEG, for instance? Okay, so with PEG, um, we want it to be first to market. Sometimes it's best to be first, and sometimes it's best to be better and wait. And you know, if you look at classic examples like before Google, there were 12 other um, search engines. Before Facebook, there were lots of social media platforms and so on. But in this world, we know, like we know, just just look at the sums. There's 100 million small, very small businesses in our existing markets. That's not including India and China. Okay, 85% of apps that people download, they never use. About 80% of those businesses use no technology at all other than free tools like, you know, with your PC, you've got Excel or Google Sheets online. Even paper, people use, you know, receipts and handwritten stuff. Incredible. So, and then you look at the massive adoption of messaging platforms has actually overtaken in usage. Uh, there's more people using messaging, WhatsApp, Kick, Facebook Messenger, and so on, than actual social. So you add all of that together, outcome, I must create a bot that enables this to happen. And then you wrap that with an artificial intelligence engine which we're building. So it really was, so we really wanted to drive uh, innovation. And Sage as a company has a wonderful history of design and delivery. But let's be really, you know, let's be tough on ourselves. We were a little bit late to the cloud and we we're like, right, we are, gonna, we are a technology vendor. We're the UK's biggest software company, FTSE 50 company, and we are gonna absolutely show the market. Uh, so in that particular case, uh, it was all about time to market and then iteration. Another thing we're curious about, systems will change when they're ready to change. 
The accounting industry has been told that disruption is coming, but now it's here. How are accountants and clients adapting to the changing technologies? So our research, um, you know, we have 100,000 active accounting customers around the world and we do lots of research. And the research shows there's basically four kind of segments within that user base. So there's the early adopters, so I want cloud, I want box, I want app. Then there's people who are like, I want kind of, I want it, but I'll stick with on-premise. Then there's people saying, I really don't want it, but I know I've got to go there. And then there's people saying, I'm never going to go there. And they tend to be people that are on the, you know, closer to retirement, to be blunt. So <clears throat> I think, I think where we're at now in the industry is, you know, some of our leading small business accountants absolutely embracing this because it means they can take on more clients. It means that they can do higher value things like uh, advice, strategy, um, you know, financial management, as opposed to who would go to accounting college to then key in data from a receipt. I mean, it's just not what people want to do. Um, I think the big thing that's going to happen really, really like soon, <laughs> like now, is that. A lot of people are starting to say accounting and bookkeeping is one of the things that will be taken over by robots. Like it's one of the top five jobs uh, in other research that's been done. And I think that will prompt people to have the oh no moment, like in the 1970s when people started saying, well, computers will take over my job and what am I going to do? That's about to happen. And I think where we, and I certainly I want, to, I want to be very present, is to say, no, this is actually great. You're going to transform your business. You're going to free yourself to do much higher value things, reach to more clients, uh, and, and you know, go with it. Yeah? But I think that moment's about to happen, that oh no moment. In small businesses, it's almost as if accounting technology is allowing everyone to play to their strengths. Absolutely. I met um, another journalist yesterday and we were having this conversation and he was a bit skeptical. Uh, it sounds like you much more with going with the wave. And he was saying, well, you know, if everything's automated, but look, when you're a journalist, you have a unique voice. So if you could, you know, if you're going to use bots to get lots more information and data out of data lakes and the internet, then surely that enables you to write more and define your own style more and engage more on social media and build your personal brand much more, which is, let's face it, much more fun. So I just think it's going to enable us to do more. You hear a lot of sensationalist headlines. AI is coming without thinking, hey, I actually wouldn't mind my time being freed up. Okay, you're a small business, so what keeps you up at night? Chasing payment, unpaid invoices, right? Yep. Not understanding whether you're on tap, where is your cash flow, right? Those are the things all our customers tell us all the time. Peg, so at the beginning, now it's pretty simple, but with the data and the intelligence engines that are all around it, now use of that big data, Peg will say, eight people owe you money, I'm gonna chase them now, okay, you, you type okay, or you click an okay button, bingo, and then because we do payments as well, that movement of money will be automated. And I, I can't believe, you know, the, 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 the way, you know, like you say, you don't, that's the only real downside of running your own business, right? It's like. Am I getting paid? How, am I on top of it? We're going to take all that away. People speak about the lean cycle applied to startups, but they don't realize that the same cycle can't be applied to making money. Status of payment should be an automated thing, and luckily with Pig, it seems like it soon will be. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, the digital money, you know, that's all going to be so easy to, you know, the, tra the actual transactions will also be really much easier. So look, it's all good. I think we, as people that see this, we have a real role as a business at Sage to be the advisor as well. It's, and, and you know, people buy our products because they know that they're 100% compliant. They buy peace of mind. Our customers buy peace of mind. You know, when, 
payroll is a great example. So you know, if you want to run your payroll, what's the worst thing that can happen is that it's late, it's wrong, it, it, it's not enough, it's, or it's too much, and you, you make a mistake with payroll, it's a disaster. It disengages your colleagues, and it's just, I mean, it must have happened to you in your life, but right? your I've payroll is wrong. I've received the wrong payroll. Yeah, and then how did that make you feel? Well, I would imagine that everyone else received the wrong payroll. Yeah, but how did that make you feel? Terrible, yeah. right? So, so as we, you know, we, we are, and I hear in South Africa, 70% of the market is saved for payroll. And so we're actually building bots for payroll as well. We're going to be using Alexa so that accountants can tell Alexa to run the payroll using Sage products for different clients. We're actually working on that right now. It's really exciting. But again, you know, we want to reassure, I suppose it's like anything. It's like when you first did your first online banking, people were like, oh my God, why am I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to log into a web page and see my money, but now everyone does it. When we design these products, do we design with the obsolescence of these people in mind? And how we, do we repurpose what they do? So, so this is a great topic. So with Kriti Sharma, who's the VP of uh, Bots and AI in my team, we have a very, we, the reason that PEG is called PEG is because it's non-binary, right? We, yeah. Most assistants and bots have been made female because the world is, is gender biased towards women doing more routine tasks and you know and, and so we want to actually address this um, and we believe in bots for good so we were recently invited by Facebook to their bots hackathon in London uh, we won <laughs> it was nothing to do with peg but the team uh, was Kriti and three engineers and they built a bot that enables anyone using Facebook Messenger to get uh, emergency services so if you're in an accident you, you couldn't speak or someone had broken into your house and you were hiding you couldn't it, and, and it actually works and we won so we, this kind of got us thinking because with Sage Foundation, which is such a big, important part of our business now, why wouldn't we set up a program which enables um, young people and particularly in communities like this and particularly girls who are not normally uh, pushed towards technical type of study. So we're going to set up a bots camp and a bots for good program, which is going to actually teach people how to write bots because it's just like in computers, like, you know, now this we've been, we employ 14,000 people at Sage who all work because of the software which didn't used to exist. And so in the future, those people will be employed building bots and automation and artificial intelligence and machine learning and all of that. And so I, I, I just I can't see. I mean, there will be the naysayers and the doubters. I think the difference, however, now is that everybody is digital. In my talk this morning, I said, right, who's never used uh, WhatsApp or Uber. No one in the audience has not used WhatsApp or Uber ever. And and so congratulations, you're a digital person. You know, whereas pre-computers, it was like you used to use computers or you didn't. It's interesting how perception swayed, how those who used technology were nerdy, whereas now it's fully integrated into everyone's lives. It's like MRIC. You would have been seen as a nerd, but now everyone uses Slack. And Slack is one of the fastest growing applications in the world. We're partnering with them, Pegworks inside Slack and so on. A hundred percent agree. So it, it, you sense a lot less, you feel, and when you talk with customers, you, you feel a lot less resistance, interestingly, to the full digitization of the world. And they see it, you know, like with WhatsApp and Uber and all of that. The exciting thing for me is the jobs that we don't know exist to come into being a few years time. For example, everyone says that nanotechnology will replace the doctor, but perhaps the doctor's time is better spent elsewhere in an area that requires his human expertise. 
you know, we saw a video of uh, on on Tuesday of uh, <coughs> it's a micro bot that can repair heart uh, damage, and the, the vision is not available yet. But the patient will eat the robot; and it will travel to their body, and then when it's finished, it will be just digested out of the system. And that just was like, that's, that's so amazing. That's all from Nick Good. What an insightful conversation. Tune into other podcasts in this series for more.